Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. You very quickly find Tiny and Clip Clop. You come across Donnie's collar. No hints or clues or anything other than the collar are left of his whereabouts. Someone's stolen Donnie. What if we continue to look as we travel? I don't think we have much of a choice. We're running out of supplies out here, wandering through the forest. Let's head to Waterdeep. As long as you want to stay with us, Lex, you're welcome. Well, let's see how things go in Waterdeep. And- you you know where uh, your creator... Does your creator have a name? I don't know. Uh, when I left him, I was in no condition to ask questions. So I, th- I think I remember how to get back there. You think you hear a noise, familiar noise. I turn around. As you turn back around, you're immediately faced by the image of Nulara. No, damn it! Your hand goes to a blade, you pull it out, and you see Nulara's dagger. The glowing red eyes, and they thrust up into the body of Nulara in front of you. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. I'm here! My name is Amy Moore. I play Thea Amastasia, and my favorite animal is a cuttlefish. And Carla Maxted. I am also here. I am Lex, and my favorite animal, I mean, realistically, it's a dog. I probably have a more exotic choice, but truly dogs. And Tom Laird. Uh, Yeah, also here, playing Flint Firebeard, and my favorite animal... It's got to be those dang koalas. Mm. Oh, nice. Such a good They're just choice. Adorable. They're so adorable and so stoned all They're the time. Good. It's great. Oh, so high all the time. I hear when you make them angry, though, they're really angry. But I mean, in their defense, Russ, when you make anything angry, it's really angry. trying to make a koala angry. Touche. I like, remember know. how you made Amy angry during the last episode? Yeah, I remember last Let's episode. See how that plays I know. Out. I don't remember that episode at all. I've, I've blocked it from my memory. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, there's Who are this you dagger. What dagger? <laughs> that's just a, just a thing that's been kicking around. Well, for you know a while. what? If I end up with this dagger, I'm naming it Mick Dagger. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, doesn't have the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm just gonna pun anything you throw at me. Yeah, that's fair. Where we have lots of punny things. Not we'll that many. Don't nothing scare at people you. away from it. Yeah. No, I mean, there's some. Yeah, no, our stuff is much better than what Russ just demonstrated. Yeah, no, it's very good over there. Less, that was less good. But the stuff we have over there is very good. Oh, God. I'm really selling over this. Where, Russ? You're doing over a great where? job. Over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Didn't I say Patreon already? I don't well, you did. did, but then, oh. wow. then you kept... 
So on Patreon, there's all this bonus content. It's really great. There's lots of really nice people. It's an awesome place to get more stuff for a very reasonable price. Whatever you feel is fair. Well, And we're four cheap people. It's true. We all like a good bargain. <laughs> so that's what we try to provide over there is a good bargain. That's right. For More for, bang? For your buck. For your buck. What happens when you are a patron as well is you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Coulter Donnelly. Thanks, Coulter. Thanks, Coulter. You've got a super cool Such first a cool name. name. So cool. The whole thing Thanks. goes together. Sounds like a celebrity name. Oh, it totally does. Or a high school jock. Oh, yeah. I mean. Either one. But really, the celebrity oh, of the high Riverdale. school. Celebrity of the high school. Now we've made up this whole backstory for you, Coulter. Yeah. So if that's your backstory... I mean, it can be now. It's it's recorded. It's, you could just say, canon. this is me. Yeah. You um, could just make that your ringtone. If, if you want. It's all yours. Just clip it. You're good. Thank you, Coulter. Uh, you can check out more about becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast and see all the cool stuff. And now, fuck it. Let's play D&D. If we have to. <laughs> <laughs> A strong start. I see Amy is still salty about last Just time. Just a little salty. We pick right back up with Thea. You have before you, you have dagger in hand, and Nulara's dripping wet, decaying body, and she's pushing herself towards you. Oh, with the knife in her? She's like mm. walking into the knife? Yeah. Oh, Nulara, Why? She doesn't answer, and Flint and Lex, you hear kind of a panicked scuffling. I don't know how Thea would be exactly vocalizing her concerns at this moment, uh, but you turn around and see Thea holding a dagger in hand, panicking. Is it bloody? Is the dagger bloody? Uh, you you are still in in your in your mind palace right now. I'm talking to Flint and Lex. Oh, oh you're the, not even talking to me anymore. The dagger's not bloodied. That um, makes two of us, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right, I'm just gonna excuse myself oh, from the room here. This dagger um, ruins lives. I look at Lex and kind of look back at Thea and say. Uh, I'll go high, you go low. Okay. <laughs> I like how Lex is the six foot one. You're and the you're four foot one. That's right. Okay, cool. I love it. Describe I'm, I'm describe to me this scene. Yeah, you don't, you don't know what's <laughs> happening with them. You describe to me this scene as it plays out high and low. Uh, I take a couple steps as a, as a bit of a run and jump towards Thea, who's holding this dagger. Uh, with both hands, I go for the arm that's holding the dagger, and I pull it away from her as best I can. Um, and as far as it looks to you, this is her regular dagger. Like, this isn't anything special. This is just her holding sure. a dagger. Um, I'm going to say, abs- I mean, you, you can do this. She's not of sound mind at the moment, so it seems to can't you. Can't even see you. So can't even really see you. Um, Thea, <laughs> Lex, do you do anything at this moment? You're going low, so I I'm heard. going low. I think I was more there as a spotter for this amazing jump, just in case. Like, I went down kind of like in a crouch, just in case he needed an extra heft. Perfect. 
Thea, you feel Nulara's body press hard against you, and you're knocked back to the ground. Tell me what you do. Uh, I I probably scream. Uh, Flint, Thea lets out a loud scream in like directed at you. So it seems, Thea, you see. The bile is dripping down on top of you and down all over you. Flint, what do you do? Well, I mean, it would be pretty obvious that she's just not looking at anything in particular, right? Like, she's not looking at me. She's just kind of staring blankly. Yeah, it's a very vacant, panicked look. Okay, so I'll I'll do that thing that older siblings always do, where they put, like, their knees on top of your arms so you can't, like, move your arms. And I'll, like, kind of shake her shoulders say like Thea Thea wake up make a constitution save that is uh, oh saving throw oh well that's only a 13 in your vision the dagger has been knocked down to the ground and Nulara is seat like seated on top of you and she's like, grabbing your shoulders, not your neck or anything. She's grabbing your shoulders and, like, hitting you into the ground. And on the third or fourth hit, you come to and flints on top of you, yelling down at you. You look to the side and you, you see your dagger, just a regular dagger, and you're back in the hall at Castle Waterdeep. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Uh, Flint? You're back? Hey, you awake? Where did I go? Uh, you were here the whole time. Oh my god. What What did you see? Because you had your dagger out, you were just kind of staring ahead, I don't know what was happening there. Oh, you can get, you can get off me. I think I'm fine. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Hard to breathe. Uh, I help her up. I... I thought I heard something, so I turned around, and when I turned back, Nulara was in front of me, and I had her, that fucking dagger. Oh, the one that, uh, that made her, uh, right, 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 that one, yep. And I... I stabbed her with it, and then all this black goo came out of her mouth, and then she was on top of me and slamming me into the ground, and oh my god, it was terrifying. I think she's pissed from beyond the grave that we lost Donnie. Is this... I mean, did she say anything about Donnie? She didn't say anything. Oh, okay, that's very unsettling then. At least in your previous dream, she'd been saying things to you, right? She didn't say anything. Barfed black gunk everywhere, and um, at this point, a few people have kind of come out of different rooms. Oh man, and I've are, made a scene. Are are looking? Some of them are like, "Is everything everything okay?" Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, we're fine. Just a little, <sighs> just a little day terrors. Don't worry oh about it. Oh my god, day terrors. Okay, um, if you if you need anything, please just call. Yep, yeah, yeah, we'll do. Uh, maybe we should ask Arvid about this, too. I was just going to say, maybe right? it's a little, This, I mean, this cannot keep happening in the day. 
No. Well, I mean, before, at least when they happened at night, we knew that they it was a possibility then. But this is a whole this is a game changer right here. Oh, good. We what we needed. Our plate was not quite full enough. So, yeah, yeah. Just keep it's like when you go up to the buffet and you can find just a little more room on the plate. <laughs> oh, uh, please. There is a Faerun all you can eat. Buffet. Of course there is. 100 percent. You, you guys have probably definitely been there. Oh, definitely. Probably. Yep. I mean, I seem to remember other characters going to an all-you-can-eat meat place. <laughs> true, it's true. Yep. Um, Lex, you just, you just, you just watching? I think so. Okay, cool. That's fine. <laughs> These aren't uh, people I know well, and there's something real crazy going on. She's talking like, about her so dead friend. I'm gonna go now. You guys are fine. Uh, we cut to the three of you bursting through Arvid's door. <laughs> It opens. So you Is try it pneumatic? Him a little bit. He's got an upgrade. He's not there. Arvid! Is it still like the pharmacy kind of yeah. place? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry, yes, it is. Uh, for Yes, for Lex, it is a, a very sterile, white pharmacy. The step up behind you, after, as you call out Arvid, you hear a bark and his dog runs out. I bend down and I go, hi, puppy. Arvid, you hear footsteps follow in behind and he, you hear a, oh, you're home. Hi, Arvid. Hey, hey, dog. Dog? Yeah, hey, dog. Hey, dog. Like a... Dog? No, no, no. Like dog, D A W G. Mm. Like dog. A dog. That's you. I missed your colloquialisms. Working on new words. That one didn't work out very well. Well, but hey, at least you tried. Welcome home. You brought an interesting friend with you. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is Lex. Hi, I'm Lex, and I. It's, I think, the pleasure is all mine. And I hold his hand just like a little bit longer than is strictly necessary. Oh my. For shaking. Friends. Forever friends at last. Mm -hmm. I like your new friend. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Arvid, we've, we've lost Donnie. I mean... Leosin told me you had but one job. No, there's always multiple jobs. Also, we have a lot going on. It was a big thing. Here, and I hand the collar to Arvid and say, can you do anything? Can you somehow use this to find him or give us a clue to start looking in some direction yeah yeah yes yes let me let me take this to the group of of fine wizards who do a sort of location he kind of waves his hands in the air um like you just don't care and let's see if we can perhaps find don e uh you don't necessarily need to be part of this, but I can report back to you. Is is there anything else you require? Um I have something for you. Oh god. 
Keep going, I can hear from the other room. Okay, this is an awkward thing to scream. So I'm having day terrors about uh, killing new Lara. Why? I don't know. Seems like something you should figure out. Ah, oh, what? Well, okay. Flint? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be good to, to get to the bottom of that. Plus, uh, there was, you said Leosin was going to help out with the other thing. Callum Shan finding someone who's down there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Our okay. Harvard was to locate Donnie and now Night Terrors. Um, Perfect. Uh, Maybe he can have something to slow down your scaly scales. Footsteps. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Uh, you hear his footsteps uh, coming back, and he's got a small box that he has in his hand. And um, night terrors are a terrible thing. I used to have them once before. Oh, no, no, no. She's got both night terrors and now day terrors. This is a new development. Oh, sorry. Yes, you, you said, did you say day terrors? I couldn't quite hear you from the other room. You told me you could hear me from the other I room. I have very good hearing. Of course you do. Like Look not, at those beautiful ears. They're so well formed. Mm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Just clean them this morning. I can tell they look really great. I kind of look at Thea with a little like, check this shit out. <laughs> weirdo on weirdo action here. I like it. There's someone for everyone. I'm sorry. I I am not a a dreamologist. What uh, what specifically do your terrors bring you? Sounds like a sully Fear? job. Totally. I was just. <laughs> what do your terrors bring you? Hmm. Let me think. Fear. Wow. Uh, also, I'm in a completely different realm. I can't see mm. my friends. Mm. Yeah, she goes kind of like catatonic. Oh. Well, it's happening. Interesting. Have you had any run-ins with any mm, mind-altering substances? No. Yes? No. I usually pause for effect, and then uh, usually the the true answer comes out from my patient. Well, I mean, I've smoked a little bit of weed. But I don't think yeah. that's mind altering. I would have to be or a like lot mood altering. A lot of weed. Yeah, no, it's not that much. Yeah, you've you've never heard of that. Okay, listen. In that dream, I was stabbing Nulara with that fucked up dagger that she had. You have things you need to work through. No, I think that that dagger is somewhere. Like on your person? Have you checked your pockets? It's a pretty big dagger. Mm. Um, I look in my bag of holding. I do that fun thing where you have a small bag and it's obviously smaller than your arm, but then you put your arm like way down into the shoulder. It, you, you call for the dagger and it does not rise to your hand. Okay, well, I don't have it, but it's... I, I, like, Flint, do you know what happened to that dagger? Did she have the dagger in her hand? She had it on her. Is this this sorry? Is this the same dagger Nulara was having concerns about? That I was. Yes, the murder, murder crying. dagger. Murder, murder dagger. The murder, murder dagger. Yes, two that's murders. The one. Also, if this is like a long game for us to get our characters into therapy, yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> Mental health is important in D and D and outside of D and D. They've been through a lot of really traumatizing events. 
sorry, yes, it's the same dagger. Yes, it's the same issue. Different issue. Less precise because you don't have the physical dagger, so you say... Well, this I mean, she doesn't have it. it. This is a new wrinkle. I thought perhaps I tracked down who the owner of the dra- dagger was, but um, probably not them. Well, who who did you think it was? Oh, uh, a lich out uh, far east, Fay Way. No. Oh. Um, Everything can't be in the same direction. That'd be too easy. There was there was rumors of a dagger of epic power, capabilities. Murder, murder. Uh, murder, murder came came along with it being that it is a dagger. Every time he says the word dagger, I look at his crotch. <laughs> I fucking love whatever, whatever's yeah, happening Yeah, I'm on here. board with everything that's happening in this room. <laughs> so great. Are you trying to be sneaky about it, or are you just doing it? Uh, I feel like they're like all pretty involved in their conversation, so he's Fair like kind of being sneaky about it. All right, roll a stealth. Okay. Well, because, yeah, I mean, straight up, he said dagger like 12 <laughs> I times. Rolled, I rolled a nat one. <laughs> That one. Doesn't Are you matter. like four inches away from his crotch now? It's like, <laughs> um, it is. You think you're being super sneaky, but it is very obvious. Like Flint and Thea see Arvid like stop and pause between things that he's saying. Dagger. And then he looks down to see if perhaps he has something on his on his coat. He's like, no, that's clean. And, oh my. So, where was I? As much as I want to explore what's going on here. Uh, okay, so it sounds like this dagger is a me problem. I've, I'm telling you, I, I have been working on it since Nulara first brought it to me. Yes, and where is it now? Uh, well, not the dagger specifically, the lore behind the dagger. <sighs> Because the dagger was nowhere to be seen once possessions returned to Castle Waterdeep. There were strict instructions for someone to destroy the dagger, but it was not here. It's fucked up, man. Okay, fine. If you find anything out, please let me know. Of course. About the dagger. Of course. And maybe you can... I don't know. Hmm. Well, I did have something for you. Hold on. Oh, right. I totally forgot. Yes. Uh, one moment, please. New implementation. He goes over to a big wall where you see a bunch of tubes, puts Donnie's collar with a, a scroll rolled up inside of it, puts it into the wall and closes the door and it goes... Wow. That, I'm always about a pneumatic tube. That will go to the wizards and I shall check on them momentarily. They will... Surely, if Donnie is within this realm, we will find him. Thank you. Thank you. And now for the present. He hands it to Theosori, Flint, and Lex. This is just for for Thea. Like he said Lex, so like sultry. Lex. I open the box. Inside you see a smaller box. 
<laughs> Inside of that, another box. And then a bigger box somehow. <laughs> Magic. I mean, he's a wizard. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you see an amulet. What color is it? Turquoise. You see a turquoise amulet that has um, carvings around the perimeter of it. You look closely at it, and they are of uh, weaponry and shields, rough images of people in battle. Oh my god, Arvid, it's so pretty. I saw the color, and it just said Thea to me. Like you thought Wait, of like me, it or to you? Well, in a sense, does. But like, it didn't actually talk to you. I mean, doesn't everything talk? Well, no, because what I'm worried about is that fucking dagger does this talk is... to you. Oh, when I say dagger, do you look at his crotch? <laughs> no, but I'm like just like so unhappy about this whole thing. He's giving you jewelry, like I. Oh God! I guess I've really like. <laughs> <laughs> Thought maybe I'd thought maybe I'd met someone special. It seems like I really misread the relationship the two of you have. <laughs> this is for uh, I can't even remember. I'm so distracted by your your friend who's now staring dagger eyes at me. <laughs> oh, this is flirting. This is the first time flirting's ever happened, really, on this podcast. And it is weird AF, my friends. I'm and over. I am loving and I'm here it. For it. Oh my God. Uh. Okay, so does it do anything special? Oh yes. <laughs> okay, good. Good to know. I'll just figure it out on my own. No, <laughs> I can tell you. Unlike the last one where I didn't tell you what each of the potions did because... Yeah, that was fun. Rufus here had to go out. I've renamed him. I can't recall what I named him previously. It's uh, an affliction I have. I can't remember animals' names. It's very specific affliction. Okay. I'm working on it. The amulet is uh, an amulet that will help you... During combat. Oh. As you see around there, it might have given a clue. Um, It will allow you to move a little swifter and uh, provide an extra drive into your opponents. Out of game, it gives you an extra attack. Oh my god! Is it my birthday? What is happening? You guys. (laughs) Uh, Totally made up for me probably getting that fucking murder, murder dagger. (laughs) No one said you had it. Yet. Uh, Just don't ask Russ when he was originally supposed to give it to you. Fuck off, Tom. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to have this earlier? Maybe. Like maybe when we were fighting Tiamat. Maybe we'll talk about this in the downtime, which you can go check out at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Oh yes, this is not over. Marital disputes happen over there. <laughs> Come Actually, join us. Lot. I really, you know what? Nothing makes me more happy to maritally dispute something is when I know that a bunch of other people are listening in with their own thoughts, feelings, and judgments. Anyways, back in scene. 
Arvid, thank you. Uh, what is yes. this for? Uh, well, I told you it makes you move faster in combat. No, I mean, why did you? Why do you have this present? For oh, me? well, I might have been supposed to give it to you a while ago, but um, it's no time like the present. This was supposed to be given to me before TMAT, wasn't it? Hey, who puts timelines on such things? I mean, the important part is, is that you have, I it, now. have, it, I have now. it now. Thank you so much. And I will, and I take it out of the box and I put it on. Do I have to say anything like amulet, go? Or like on? You don't have to say Comments. anything, my dear. It's just it's morphin it's, time. You just must first spend some time with it, get to know it. I slip it in my bra. Uh, okay. It, yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, you must attune yourself to it and then whoop, extra attack. Will it make that sound? Uh, if you do each time you make the extra attack, yes. Probably get a bonus of some kind. Uh, <laughs> if you, I remember to use the amulet. <laughs> you, you may be granting your enemy a disadvantage if you catch them off guard with the boop sound. That's just a fancy way to say if I if I have a sneak attack. <laughs> well, Arvid, thank you. I I really do appreciate it. Of course, of course. Now tell me your your story, sailor. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Also, Flynn, you're not getting sailor. your cream for your rash. No, <laughs> just not. and I move over and just like take a closer look at your amulet and. We start like. Did you just like talking about look how down cool my shirt is. by any chance? Because yeah, she did <laughs> she say put she put it down. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, we're close. They're now. very we close. snuggle. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm about to go on a very long journey. Really? To the Baldrick Mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just laughed and fogged up my glasses completely. <laughs> yeah, I'll be leaving probably tomorrow. Leaving town tomorrow, so. Oh, it'll just such, be my last last night in Waterdeep. Such a pity. The Baldrick Mountains are very far away. Yes, yes. I have to go find my father. Question mark. Well, more my creator. Intrigue. Yes, I have many fascinating stories to tell. Well, once you have wrapped up uh, for the day, perhaps you, I would have some things f- that would help you on your journey. You oh. could come back and, and visit. That's very kind of you, Arvid. I will be back later today. Excellent. Okay, then. Are you two... Ready or is there? Oh yeah, no, I'm totally ready. <laughs> I oh, said yeah, thanks, yeah, Arvid, yeah. and I'm like <laughs> walking out. <laughs> so Arvid, Arvid, hey. Well, I thought maybe with the jewelry something. Oh no, was happening. Mm-mm. But Arvid and I are just pals. Okay. They got off to like a weird start. It was a whole thing. I mean, so did we, but like in a good way. Oh, like I could super feel it. Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The word electric comes to yeah, mind. And dagger, for some reason, 
is yeah, what was with that? much more sexual now than it was before. <laughs> so where are you two off to now? You need to get the fuck out of here so you can uh, hang out with Arvid? Get supplies or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots yeah, of busy we, stuff we, to we do. We gotta go do that stuff. So I'm gonna go get in tune with my amulet, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna go you know, hit up the smithy, see if I can work on anything. You, uh, you have fun there, Lex. Well, thank you, and thank you for getting me out of prison all those weeks ago and for for everything. I really wish you luck finding Donnie. It's a real tragedy. If I see him or hear any word of anything about him on my journey, I'll, I'll, I'll send word to you. Like, I guess this is goodbye? I, I guess it is. Can I, and I, like, put my hands out for a hug? Like, uh, can I? And I, I, of course. Yeah, hug it up. Hug. Yeah, I want in on some of this hug action, too. Uh, tall person, tall person, crotch level. <laughs> yeah. He's four feet. He's slightly above crotch. Yeah, he's like waist uh, level. Slightly above no. crotch level. That's bad. Yeah, we have a nice hug. Interlude, interlude. This is a completely original interlude song. Don't sue us, Dosney. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Welcome to the middle, everybody. How you doing Welcome. today? Super great episode where we totally resolved all the things you wanted resolved. Yes. Tune in next week for more. But first... <laughs> when Russ puts we, us back in a maze. Where we all have a really great stories where we reveal a whole bunch of really great things is over on our other podcast which is called Facing Fate. Did you know we had another podcast? You might have, because we mention it sometimes. I knew. I also I, knew. I had not heard that. <laughs> well, thank Hearing this for the first time? Thank you to two of you for paying attention to what we Just do. Just kidding. I know all about it. I listened to the last episode, and by listen to the last episode, I mean... I skipped through all the scary parts because <laughs> I wanted to la, hear la, the la, end. La, 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 with her fingers so in her ears. So that's a little teaser about the content. It's pretty scary. It's kind of <laughs> spooky. Uh, it's okay, you guys. It's okay. So facing fate. If you, we're just going to give you the elevator pitch now. We want you to go listen to it because we're so very proud of it. The first season. Every season is going to be different. Let's set that up there. So new characters, new story, new everything. But the first season is on the moon. What? What? So sci-fi. It's got thrills. It's got scaries that keep Carla up mm-hmm. at night, especially when we were playing yep. it, because I'd leave it on real good cliffhangers. <laughs> Factual. <laughs> it's like based in the real world, so we're playing real people. Except, you know, all the, the horror sci-fi yeah. stuff that isn't quite real world. But we're real like all adjacent. human people. Yeah. That isn't um, real yet, Russ. Isn't real yet. Yeah. No, there's very, there's a lot of foreshadowing in here that if it comes true, we might be in trouble, but. Indeed. Or we'll um, know exactly what to do. Ooh, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to know what to do in the near dystopian future where we're living on the moon, go check it out at facingfake.com or just search for it in your podcast app of choice or just click the link down in the description. That's easier. Go click the link down in the description. All the episodes are out now. You can binge it and get ready for season two. 
Only 10 episodes. Can you even believe it? And if you join us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, you get early access. As soon as we start recording and, and getting all the season two stuff out, you get it before everybody else. It's one of the, one of the joys of being of joining the Dumb Dragon Productions crew. I find it amazing we were able to tell a story in just 10 episodes because it took us more than that to get out of that maze. Yeah. It took you seven episodes. Did it, it though? Like it seemed longer. like a lot longer. It took you seven episodes. 17 so episodes? Are you missing quarters? See, 17 episodes? We're, yeah. We're not even going to get into this because this will be a whole other interlude. Go check it out. Facing Fate. Search for it down in the description, and then visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to get all the sweet early content for season two, which is going to be great. And we're going to announce it next week. Okay, thanks everybody. Love you, bye. Bye. Uh, the three of you part ways. Flint and Thea, you, I assume you have rooms here. So I just assume we just have like standing chambers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I would assume there's some sort of quarters for of, the decimators of, some, of dragons. Sure. You head there to go rest, clean up, get um, whatever you need. I gotta sorted. rub the smell of sex off of me because of what was going <laughs> on in that room. I'll wash that off. Um, Lex, where do you go and? What do you do? We don't have to you know, necessarily oh, no, we go should, probably, though. there. Uh, maybe you do other something before we close the yeah. scene on that. I don't want to seem desperate. No, yeah. He well, said yeah, later. Because you said later. later tonight, and then like you turn around five minutes five later, minutes later yeah. and you're like, could- <laughs> it's later. So I <laughs> ditch those losers. Just you I feel and me. like I've been traveling for a long time. So maybe I go like clean up somewhere. Gussy myself up. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Is there bathhouses? Have we ever done that before? I don't know that I'd get a room in an inn because I feel like I might have somewhere to stay tonight. How? Whoa. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, there's, um, yeah, bathhouses. Sure. There's that. Um, you go clean up and you are, I mean, y- y- you get some looks because of your looks? self. Yeah. Yeah, because of the whole thing we got going on. Yep. Giant modeled skin held together with stitches. You know, that whole thing. Um, and then you head back out. It's kind of around, yeah, it's probably, I don't know, how how long does it take to use a bathhouse? 20 minutes? Really an hour? I don't know. Let's say an sure. hour for I have a drink, maybe I eat some food. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you soak in there. Have a steam. <laughs> you take your time. You get cleaned up. You head back out into the streets. Um, you're headed back towards Castle Waterdeep when you hear a what sounds to you like a cry for help down an alleyway. Well, I go see what's happening. You run down the alley and turn a corner and you see three men kicking down at someone on the ground. What are you... Hey, what are you doing? And I like run towards them. They hear you yell out, look up, and say, let's get out of here! Go! Go! They run off. They keep running down the alley. Do you pursue, or do you stop at the person they were kicking at? How does the person look? Doesn't look very good. It looks like they've been, uh, they are currently unconscious. 
blood is dripping uh, pretty much everywhere. They look very bad off. Then I will stop. You see the three run away and you kneel down towards the male who's dressed in... He's dressed in commoner's clothing. He doesn't look like he himself is very well off. And he kind of coughs as you do what you do. Uh, So I'm going to kneel beside him and um, try to see if I can tell where he is most injured. Just with like a cursory kind of pat down or it's maybe obvious. Sure. Yeah. You, you, you check him out and his rib cage has been like almost entirely crushed in. He's got large goose eggs and welts across uh, on a couple spots on his head. You can tell he's kind of got a, uh, he's got a broken arm at the very least, possibly a broken leg. Uh, okay. So I'm going to put a hand on his head and then one on his midsection by those crushed ribs. Okay. And I am going to uh, channel lay on hands and try to heal him. So you put your hand on his head and his midsection, um, and then describe describe to me again your, your process and what it looks like as your life force transfers into this man. Sure. And so this is a bit more intense than when it was just... Um, what I tried, like that kind of basic trying with Flint on the wagon. So, um, hand on head, hand on, on midsection, eyes closed, like f- my full concentration. Um, so totally vulnerable at this point to, to anyone who might want to attack me. And I sort of just gather like a, what feels like, but of course I don't see this, but like feels like a, a pool of yellow light in my chest that I then like channel out through my hands into this injured person. This energy leaves you and you feel below your hands the bones begin to crack back into place and the muscles begin to pop back where they should be. It's a long process and you yourself begin to feel his wounds almost trans beginning to transfer to you. Like you feel strain on your ribs and head and, and and limbs as you are doing this. Do you continue? I do. I feel like once I am in this state and I have maybe never been this deep into this state before, um it is the the pain of what is happening to my body is sort of happening like out outside of my awareness or I'm like somewhat aware that it is happening but really I am just concentrating on this yellow light the energy continues to transfer into the man Perseus sensing that things are happening Climbs up and out of your pocket, and runs down your shoulder and to the ground, and um, you can't see him, but he's. It, they're looking back up at you, and the man takes a deep breath. You feel that breath as the man's wounds have entirely healed. 
The energy stops flowing and you feel yourself crumple to the ground beside him. Perseus rushes to you, tending to some of the wounds that have opened up in your own body. You open your eyes and you look down and the skin has begun to peel back at the seams of where your your limbs and, and various different parts come together worse than you've ever seen them before. And I think that I would just like you know, this is my very best friend in the whole world, Perseus and I just kind of like stroke his back and say like, it's okay it's okay, I'm okay and um, maybe even try and give him a little of that soothing energy that I shot Leosin um, in that handshake earlier, So, which is just like the tiniest, lowest level healing just to calm him. You lay with Perseus and this man in the, in the alleyway for quite a while until you hear footsteps walking up the the alleyway and you sense them come up behind you and you feel yourself being picked up. Uh, The man, you look down, you see him, he is he's not conscious but he is completely healed. He's got blood stains on his clothes and on his skin but Uh, You can tell that you have brought him back from death where he would have been. You look to the side and you see Arvid. And he picks you up and walks back with you to his office. We'll um, get you cleaned up here. I told you I'd see you later that you did. We go back to Flint and Thea who are back in Leosin's office. He says, well, we... Do have someone down in um, uh, Kalimshan. I almost forgot where you were going. Is your, your jet set individuals, aren't you? Kalimshan, that's where we're going. Yes, still? Want yes, to? absolutely. Great. Yeah, that's okay. fun. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought you were going to yeah. say no, it. Yeah. Um, we were just letting you I like to. I like the element of surprise. I'm working on my delivery. Too much? No, you're doing great. Great, perfect. Um, so... I mean, it's a new look for you, and I kind of well, like it. Um, I was told that I was too by the books. I had to be a little bit more of a storyteller. You've been going to, like, Toastmasters and stuff? Yes. God, nothing kills a conversation like bringing up Toastmasters, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Toastmasters. Sorry about that. Um, yes. Um, oh, well, yes. Uh, so we can, uh, here's the thing, Callum Shan, very far away. The person you are going to meet there, uh, they go by the name of Yenbul. 
might get the pronunciation wrong. Not entirely sure, but that's who you who we are aware of. Who could Yen Bull? Yes, Y E N B U L. Yen Bull. Bull. Yen Bull. Yen Bull. We'll find out when we meet them. So you have not met this person. I mean, um, it's been a while since they've been here. I'm only super new here in the grand scheme of things. So, yes. Mostly written correspondence since they've been down there um, quite a while. Now, Kalimshan, uh, like I said, very far away. Uh, there are a couple ways we can get you there. One is by teleportation. Quick, simple. We can get you into Kalimport, which is the capital where Yenbul is supposed to be. We can tell them, send ahead of you to meet you, uh, and then hopefully figure out where this temple, where the temple is. Hopefully it's very obvious. I'm thinking it might not be. Um, <laughs> uh, option B, uh, oh, hiccup with the teleport, getting you back. Um, we don't have quite the same system set up down there as we do here so you'd either have to figure out find someone down there who could teleport you back or we could send a ship down pick you up bring you back uh option b you take a ship down all the way and then take the ship back depends what you want to do i'm just giving you the options well i think time is of the essence i say teleport down ship back up all How right. long does a ship take? Um, several weeks. Yeah, okay. So instead of, you know, several weeks times two, mm -hmm. it'll mm -hmm. just be several weeks. Some people are very anti-magic, which is why I have to give both options. Mm, no, I know you bring two it on. are really cool. Yeah, we, can, we, can we not do it both ways? No, it doesn't work the same way in Cal Kalisham. Callum uh, Shan. Callum Shan. Um, yeah, just because we don't have the same network set up down there, you would have to specifically, or you and Yenbul, maybe Yenbul knows somebody, that is an option as well, but you would have to find someone who could mm. teleport you. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Um, but we would send the ship to be sure that you have a way of getting back, not just left on your own devices. Could take us a few weeks just to find the temple, mm, so. Very well could. So, if that's all, we can send you down there. Arvid says they're trying very hard to track down Donnie, but it's turning up not uh, not so fruitful so far. We will send word as if we find him in your absence. Um, I'm very sorry. We'll find him. Yes. Um, the fact that we can't find him is good because it means, well, I mean, it's not good. It's better. It means, it means he's not necessary. He might not be in this plane of this, this realm, this plane could be that's good somewhere else. Um, well, well, it means he has a possibility of being alive. Um, yeah. you, you know, mm. um, Monkshood's cat. What? Well, you know. Monkshood's cat. Monkshood's cat. Yes. Like monk should cat. No, no, no. Like monkshood. Like, like the famous like wizard Monkshood. The famous wizard Monkshood. Yes. 
right. and how he posited if I have this magical box mm-hmm. and I told you there's a cat in it, uh huh. but you don't know if there's a cat in it, uh huh. the cat is both alive and dead in the magical box. Right. So Donnie is both alive and alive dead in this magical plane. In another plane. Whereas mm. if they had found him. Would be either. We would know. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I'm just saying. Okay. Monk Shud's cat. Monk Shud's cat. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. I will write that one down. You probably should. Monk Shud. I'm going to look into Monk Shud. See if maybe he can come to a, a seminar on some such well, I don't, theories. I don't, I don't know if he's still alive, but I mean... That hasn't stopped us before. Fair enough. <laughs> Is there anything you need prior to leaving? We'll assume that you've got all like basic stuff. You know, you've sharpened your weapons, you've got your food, rations, mm-hmm. clothes, whatever you want. All that stuff that other people do in D&D, but we just assume is always magically taken care of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. Um, is there anything, any specific questions about Callum Shan that you might have? I have, um, uh, you know, tertiary knowledge. What's the weather like? Hot, cold? It's uh, very desert-like. Very hot. Okay. Any wild animals that we might not find here that might freak us the fuck out? Um... Um... I mean, there are, you know, regional, regional monsters, regional, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but there are uh, a great amount of gins and genies uh, that you, uh, I'm told, should be wary of. Mm. Okay. Um, they, they, they're mischievous is the, is the, is the lore that they send back um, that people don't trust them very much. So don't put all our eggs in their basket. You might not want to put any of your eggs in their basket, but especially not all of them. All right. Uh, are these Callum Shanians? Kalashites. Kalash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, do they worship any particular gods? Um, not in particular. Nothing. Nothing. No. Okay, cool. Nothing in particular. Um, what you'll find down there is uh, they are, because they're such an ancient civilization, they, um, uh, they're they very, uh, you'll find a lot more magic usage down there. Nice. So, um, uh, be a bit more commonplace. The rumors you hear down by the docks is that everyone and their, and their dog owns a magic carpet. Leosin, what are you doing down by the docks? These are the rumors that make it back to me. It's just if you hear... A clean-cut guy like you wouldn't last yeah, five minutes in the docks. This is why I don't go down to the docks. I just... Okay, well, I would also serve, like to have a magic carpet. Well, um, that's just the rumors. That they're very magical. They, they, they all just treat it as a normal thing. And perhaps you should, too. Desert-like... There's some jungles. Depending on where you go, it's mixed. It's very large. So you'll run into a whole bunch of different things depending on where you actually have to go, where Yenbul thinks that your temple is. Okay. Well. And with that, he takes you down to the teleportation chamber where you've been before. I alter self. 
khaki shorts, tank top, <laughs> gossamer cape. Is there a wow. time limit on your alter self, or are you just we're no, just gonna I can say just that's it. Alter right. self. Okay, cool, perfect. It's just a fun thing I can do now that I'm so soups powerful. The cape is a nice touch. Flint, Thank what you. is your your attire? Knowing that it's a desert locale, what is how does Flint dress? Yeah, I mean, I guess he's gonna have to steal a page from Merle and go beach dwarf. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Sandals, flip flops. Yeah. Oh. Uh, flip-flops, Hawaiian shirt. Well, actually, flip no, flops. like those. No, go gladiator those, like, sandals. Active sandals, yeah. yeah. So you can, like, go out and climb rocks and stuff. Awesome. But still have your feet out. I like uh, it. So we'll go with those. Uh, Tommy Bahama-style Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yes. And uh, not cargo shorts, but, like, big shorts. I, okay. I look over at you and I go, fucking tourist. You're going to blend in marvelously. I can just, both of you, I can just feel it. Perfect. All right, wizards. And you step into the teleportation circles. And uh, the wizards begin their incantations, and the runes begin to glow, and you begin to fade. And I shout out, tell Arvid to use protection. (laughs) You just see a very confused look on Leosin's face as you snap out. And there is a flash. And a rumble and an explosion and you are thrown hard against the side of a building the intro song Nowhere Land is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io all other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com a huge thank you to our supporting producers Christian Brown Creighton's Raven Devin Michaels Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Joshua Dixon, and Cat Waterflame. To find out more how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. Like The bile is dripping down on top of you and down all over you. Flint, what do you do? Uh, I'm emptying my water skin slowly <laughs> on... <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey there, we're DM to GM. I'm your DM from Dungeons and Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from the end of time and other bothers, Sean Howard. What we like to do around here is answer the questions that you have about tabletop RPGs and get you started feeling comfortable playing games around your table. We want to share our real experiences, what we've learned, what's been helpful, so that other people can get going. And because and a lot of these hurdles are just in their head. So find us every other week wherever you listen to podcasts or visit dm2gm.com. DM to GM. Get your game started.